Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. Uh, my name is Frank, and joining me, as he does every week, is my good friend who I can actually see because we are live on the internet, Tim. Oh, it's me. I can see you. You're live on the internet, and you're a real person. I am, nice and you are, and we all are. Uh, hi, everybody out there. Uh, we are streaming this live. You're hearing the podcast later this week, obviously, but uh, we are streaming this live on Periscope and on YouTube. Uh, thanks to everyone who is watching us right now. we got a bunch of people in the chat who are uh, uh, saying hi. Glad to have you all along with us. Thanks to everyone in the podcast listening audience for joining us, as always. Uh, super excited to be doing this. That's great. This is cool. I, I'm watching it on my screen on my on my right before i look at my notes and we're like slightly behind where we are in real sure. life because of technology and it's trippy <laughs> to watch you say things over here and then not hear them but say them over here like i saw you do this and now you're like uh, yeah right it's like 10 yeah. seconds later or whatever it shows up there are more oh man well this is i love it this is cool this is really cool uh we are going to be announcing something later on in the show this is sort of a dry run for something we've got planned, so stick around because we have an announcement to make later on. Uh, but uh, in the in the meantime, how you been this week, my friend? Oh, I've been quite well, Frank. I've been I've been super well, actually. Um, Thanksgiving was fun and filling, and that's about the whole kit and caboodle, actually. How are you? Right on. Yeah, no, I'm I'm great. Thanksgiving was also great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it was it's it's it was a nice it's a nice time off. Um we obviously took a week off from from the podcast last week as well. And uh and now we're back at it, baby. Back at it. We're, we're back, baby. We're ready. We're back, baby. Ready to take on crisis. And uh yeah, exciting things to come for sure. Cool. 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 Well, listen, hey, before we jump into the mailbag this week, uh, I just want to take a quick second and talk about something a little bit serious. Um, many of us in the Supergirl fandom were shaken this week when uh, Melissa Benoist posted a pretty lengthy video on her IGTV channel on Instagram um, where she talked pretty openly and pretty candidly uh, about uh, the, the abuse that she had uh, suffered in a, in a, a previous relationship. Um, and uh, Tim and I talked about it and we're both, obviously we, we, we love her. We support her all the way. We think it's incredibly brave uh, what she did um, putting it out there like that. And she's a true hero. She's a true hero. You know, she is truly our super supergirl. She's really a hero when it comes to um it takes a lot of a lot of bravery to do what she did and the way she did it. And um, you know, hopefully uh, by, by doing that, she will be a great example to many other people to to step out in in out of the shadows and into the light. Um again, it takes a lot of courage to do what she did. So we just wanted to say, you know, hashtag I stand with Melissa. And um, listen, if you have concerns about your relationship or the relationship of a loved one, um, please uh, contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233, uh, or visit them at thehotline.org. Um, and uh, you can talk to an advocate that way. Please, please 
take care of yourself and and use Melissa as an example. We we again we love her and we support her and we are uh, behind her all the way. We stand with her all the way. So uh, just we wanted to make sure we said that up front. Um, but we will switch gears now and uh, let's let's jump into our our mailbag and let's start. Thank you. Thank you. I got yes. you. It's not going away. It's not going away. It's not going away anytime soon. Um, and uh, and I, I guess I am grateful for that, thankful for that in the spirit of Thanksgiving. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, well, you could be, well, you could be whatever you could be whatever you, you want to be I, about it. Doesn't, I, I suppose. It doesn't matter to me. That's true. Well, yeah. Let's open up the mailbag and let's get into uh, let's get into that. So uh, I, I just want to I want to touch on one email uh, that comes this week from our friend Brent. Brent, who is host of Fans Without Borders uh, and some other wonderful podcasts. Hello, Brent. Hey, Brent. He's actually watching live, which is pretty neat. Um, oh. so thanks for the support. Uh, but Brent uh, emailed us and said, really good episode of Supergirl tonight. Seems like Lena doesn't quite know which side of the line she's on uh, or showing concern for Hope's well-being, but being willing to sacrifice her at the end to the to the police i think i still think she's ultimately going to earn her last name but it's nice that she didn't just take a straight line to be there loved her line about the good guys not always winning when referring to herself now bring on crisis brent nice nice uh i would agree based off of this episode i definitely agree with that i mean i agreed with it last week too but she i have there's a line particularly from there's a line particularly from this episode that just kind of hammers home Brent's point. So we'll get to that when we get to it, though, Frank Linsis. Right on, right on. Yeah, Frank, I, I definitely Linsis. think that he, I, I mean, I, I do think that she is sort of towing this line, right, between being good and being evil and sort of mm-hmm. how she, um, she thinks she's good. Just like Luther's do. She thinks she's good. Um, she thinks she's doing everything for the, the right reasons. Uh, but uh, but obviously a lot of people are going to be hurt by, by her actions. Uh, so it, it is that interesting duality um, that the Luthers have and that many villains have. But, but Luth- the Luthers in particular... Are, are big on this where they think that they are saving you know humanity they think they're saving the world by by doing what they're doing in this case lena is i would say she comes off more way more sympathetic than lex does right because you I, I feel like i really feel most of her um i feel like i feel most of her motivations i can understand where they're coming from because we've had the last couple of years seeing her be the person that she is right uh, I maybe she's more sympathetic than than Lex. Yes, but because I don't know, but because Lex's beef is with somebody he doesn't really know, right? So, like, yes, he and let's say he and Clark were friends in this version of their relationship. He and Superman don't have a pre existing relationship outside of scorn, I guess, and and uh, jealousy and hatred and whatever else. But at the same time, I don't know if I don't know if Lena's um I, I hurtfulness from her friendship, like she like just not op- like not kind of being mature enough to have a conversation. Like I don't know if that makes it better or worse. 
Hmm. I think it actually makes it worse. I'm leaning towards worse. Leaning towards worse. Uh, I mean, I, I, I see your I see your point there. I guess I just feel like because we've been on the journey with her, I feel a little bit more of her. I mean, what she's doing is horrendous at the end of the day, or what she's trying to do. But I do think that I I sort of feel her conflict and her I, I feel where a lot of her pain is coming from and a lot of those again without condoning it I feel where it's coming from and so I feel more sort of empathy towards her than I normally do towards Lex mm. Smallville's Lex I guess you know we saw him become the, the man that he became um, uh, but but I guess ultimately ultimately the things that he does are so much worse you know like trying to sink California and things like that um, or create a kryptonite island uh, California, California. I feel like sinking the California. But you know what I mean. Like I feel like those things are are inexcusable. Where Lena's reasoning, while flawed, kind of holds together to to some degree. But maybe maybe that's just me. I don't see it. She's so concerned about having like being hurt that she can't see that she's hurting people. But not only people she doesn't know, people she does care about. At least, well, no, I would say at least Lex doesn't hurt people he cares about because he doesn't care about anybody. But that's not strictly true either. I don't know. This is something to unpack later, I think. Uh, so let's let's put this aside and go through the setup for the episode, and when we we'll come back to Lena because she's really the bulk of the episode. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's let's put this aside, and we will we will uh, come back around to it. Thank you so much, Brent. Thank you so much to everybody who emailed us this week and every week at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. If you want to hear your uh, thoughts read on the show, email us at mail at supergirltvtalk.com, and uh, we would love to read them on the show. So thanks so much to everybody who does that each and every week. Good stuff. Frank, can I do the can I do my spiel now? Is that is that what we're about? Go ahead and do your spiel, my friend. No, oh, thank you. Uh this episode is episode eight of season five, titled The Wrath of Rama Khan. It is a play off of Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan. Hilarious. Love it. Uh written by Lindsay Sturman and Jessica Cardos and directed by Marcus Stokes. Frank, I only have two good bits. I don't, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we were a little light on good bits this week. Right? A little light on the, yeah, a little light on the, on the good, on the good bits. And I'm sorry, actually, I'm looking at my first good bit. It's not even really a good bit. It's kind of a theme, but it doesn't matter. I'll do my first good bit. I like that Malefic was just one giant test by the monitor for Jean. Right? It's not really a particular segment of the episode apart from the discovery of that fact because we were just saying, like, the monitor did a thing and brought, like, so what's the whole point of that? Why we didn't think that the monitor needed Jean Jones, I, I will not know. But now I'm excited to see what role he's going to play in Crisis. Totally. Because before I thought he was just going to be like support. You know what I mean? Like I will also help because I'm the Martian Manhunter. Sure. But there's, maybe there's more to that. I mean, there's definitely more to that. There's, there's, I'm excited. Right. Apparently. Apparently there is more to it. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad there is because like you, I was sort of wondering how is this all going to connect? I feel like they've been sort of. This show has been the least connect of the shows. Uh, out of I don't watch Legends anymore, so I, I I don't really, I don't really know. But but this feels like the least connected to the crisis 
of uh, out of Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, this one is the least has made the fewest references to it um, this season. Um, I would say Batwoman actually even less. Has, that's true. That's true. There has been zero, yeah, except for that tag at the end this week, and that's that's about it. Sure, but they all had they that all had that. So right. Um. So. So, yeah, it was nice to know that even though it's right before, there is kind of actually two big lead-ins because my second good bit was Lex playing Cosmic Chess. Like, loved. That was... love the Cosmic Chess, right? Yeah, it wasn't just that he was there, which was great. You know, here's a little setup for you. Oh, remember, you? I brought you back. I've just been letting you hang out in this leather chair that you died in, by the way. That's the chair he died in. Just, just, and now he's just sitting in it, just chilling out uh, in this little pocket universe, like like Thanos at the end of like the the early <laughs> MCU films, right? Exactly. That's the same place that Oliver makes the deal with uh, Mar Novu in the last crisis. Oh, that was the like, same. That was the same spot where he did that. Yeah, same little cosmic place. Cool. So cool. But I liked the cosmic chest where like the pieces aren't really our normal chess pieces they're just different shaped crystals or glass or whatever i enjoyed that because lex is super smart and to your point you were saying earlier that the luthers are always kind of the heroes where he even said in their own minds where lex even says well i've always been the hero because martin was like you know this is your chance to be the hero and he's like, i'm always the hero that's how like, he thinks of himself right going back to what we said earlier that's how he th- he considers himself the hero of the story full stop Good villains don't think they're doing bad, right? Because if they, if they thought they were doing bad, then they wouldn't do it. Even if they thought it was bad for themselves, they probably wouldn't do it. Absolutely, unless they were a l- unhinged in a great way. But Lex isn't unhinged; he's a full-on sociopath. That's right. Which I guess is a different kind of unhinged. It is. Anyway, he is unhinged, I not, suppose. But we're but not he's, here to talk about. That. He's he's unhinged, but he's like collected you know he's got it together but he's he's out there right yeah Mm -hmm. for sure uh a third good bit just thought of i enjoyed going back to the dinosaur museum to the museum of natural history you would i enjoyed that i like dinosaurs frank what can i say do i have a dinosaur around me to prove my point (laughs) probably somewhere in in that room you must have dinosaurs because you do love you love you some dinosaurs and so do i I have a Godzilla kind of near me, but that's okay. not the same thing. Well, but we'll 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 count that just for the purposes of this conversation. Okay, yeah, that sounds yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. That sounds yeah. good. Frank, what were your, some of your good bits? Um, uh, uh I lo- I don't have I don't have small. See, here's the thing: good bits. Our our thesis on good bits is that they are small little moments uh, that we enjoyed that we want to talk about that they don't fit anywhere else. All the stuff I want to talk about is the big stuff, the big chunks oh, okay. of like I want to talk about this the Supergirl and Alex's conversation about uh, about you know whether Lena is good or not and how to how to deal with that. I want to talk about um, uh, like that opening scene. Like I, there, there's a lot of things that I want to I want to get into, uh, but they're all big. They're not they're not bits. They're good, but they're not bits. So I, I think we're we're gonna cover all those in the in the body of the episode here, right? So. Um, oh, I don't. Yes. I don't want to step on that any more than we already have. So, I say, uh, do you, unless you have any, uh, do you have any Professor Comics Corner that you want to get into? Of course, I have a Professor Comics Corner. Who do you think I am? <laughs> you are Professor Comics. That's who you are. 
That's right. What do you think I am? A middle school teacher? This is not middle school teacher comics. This is not corner. amateur we hour. Get, we we get into the get into the big stuff. This is not kindergarten comics corner, which I, which would have been great for the alliteration. Uh, the KCC. That's too bad. Yeah. Anyway, now we're in the PCC. Now we're in the PCC. Yeah, you know uh, me. I want to talk about. They only mentioned him, and you only saw his hand with a ring. But I want to talk about Tezumat. Okay. Uh, real comics character created by the same people who created Ramakan and uh, what we've uh. been the, kind of the character and Akrata the same like it's basically the same era of that comics run and they're just applying that to Leviathan so it's interesting so Desumac created by Joe Kelly and Doug Mankey uh, first appeared in JLA 66 in 2002 uh, and he only lasted for a couple of years and he was like part of that initial run. So I'm going to read the little brief snippet from Wikipedia. South American monk from a pre-Aztec Mesoamerican civilization based in ancient Mexico. He took the name Tezumac and joined a group of ancient warriors led by uh, Gemene, I think, I think that, uh, who is that, who is that blonde woman? Ah, Okay episode so he wears a large bronze armor which honors the ancient gods who first brought science to his people working with the league of ancients they battled the jla who had been lured back in time to search for the missing aquaman um so on and so forth and i want to read any more in case it ends up being a spoiler for future episodes however the league of ancients also included ramakan and uh i think akrata was a part of that somehow and so they basically took the name leviathan okay and are applying it to the League of Ages. Okay. Ancients. Ancients. Okay. Ancients. That's interesting. So that's, we knew that they were sort of playing around with who this organization was. Now it's mm-hmm. becoming much clearer, right, from the last couple of episodes, exactly what they've been doing here. Yeah, sort of, though. Like, what are they doing, Frank? It says to becoming clear, but what are they doing? I mean, there's obviously some chaos within the group. You know, Ramakan keeps failing, and they're like, oh, well, you're out, boya. Right. See ya. So I don't know, but I don't know what else is up. So they keep saying she, you know, like she told me to do this. She said this. We don't know who she is yet. I I don't think it's Tezumak because that was a that was definitely a male hand. Right. So I I don't know. I don't know, Frank. Who is whoever? It? So someone, someone's Who at the top Leviathan? of this pyramid, right? Somebody is is at the top of this Leviathan pyramid, and we are gradually seeing like getting closer and closer and closer to the top. And every every time we move up a level, we we see we meet somebody who has like more and more concentrated power right there are fewer fewer players the further you go up literally like a pyramid and so i i think we're now at the at the stage where there's like two or three blocks in place right but but there's we still haven't met whoever's at the at the very very top i think that um you know whoever fake granny goodness is supposed to be um she fake granny. she's not granny goodness but she she you know bears an awfully strong resemblance at least in terms of her you know archetype uh mm-hmm. but that's uh that i'm calling her fake granny goodness for now uh oh yes l robinero helpfully points out that she is obviously shaka khan because we met ramakan so obviously uh, sure. Must be Khan. sure of course that makes sense absolutely yeah. thank you robin appreciate that 
Um, but yeah, I think that that who you know, Shaka Khan's at the top of the pyramid, and um, uh, yeah, that's that's got to be how it is. No, but we're we're getting closer. But but they're they're you know keeping that away from us, and that will be, I'm sure this whoever this is, whoever is at the top of the whole Leviathan ancients, all that pyramid is going to be presumably the big bad for the second half of the season. Frank, do you know Shaka Khan is an American songwriter and singer? That's what Robin was saying. Shaka Khan. I didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, I'm learning new things. Uh, uh, here again in the, in the, in the oh, chat. Oh yeah, I know this. Lady. You know yeah, Shaka yeah. Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Um, Cyclone Rachel adds in the chat. Uh, could she be Lena's mom? Oh, I would love it if Lillian made a comeback. Oh, real mom, Lena's real. Lena's mom. real mom. Ooh, I actually I thought you meant, I thought Rachel meant Lillian, but actually could be, could be her oh. her her real mom who we did see teased earlier this season right we did how hmm. so here's the here's the thing on that so the, the, clearly leviathan is kind of this like league of ancients thing because they all of these characters are old right. right and so they're thousands and thousands of years old so does that mean would that mean that lena's real mom is thousands of years old it's possible it's possible. It's certainly possible. Yeah, Rachel's confirming in the chat that she met her real mom. Yeah, it's definitely possible that there is more to her story mm. than uh, than we know, and that maybe she's an ancient. And uh, you know, who knows? Uh, Rachel also says that she hopes it's not Katie McGrath in a wig. Um, I think we all do. I think we all hope for that. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think Katie McGrath wants that. I don't. I honestly, yeah, I don't think so either. Um. No. Yeah, that seems like it would be hard. But okay, okay. So that's so that's Professor Comics Corner. Anything else for Professor Comics Corner? No, sir. So we're moving, we're moving right along. Want to move right along into Storytime Village then? Storytime Village. First house. Knock, knock, knock. First theme. <laughs> oh no, no, not this again. <laughs> not that again. <laughs> um. Over-reliance on technology, dark side of technology is kind of Lena's whole weapon. It's Myriad plus Inception equals worldwide control. We don't like any of those things. Also includes the staff of the Shadow World. Pretty cool. Also, giant laser turret cannons for inside a mountain. Good bit. Forgot to mention. Should have written it down. Frank, does it feel like Lena's stories a little too well wrapped here like it took her nine eight episodes to like get to this point and now she's like well here we go because actually so this dark side of tech i want to talk about the shades of let's just go back to lena lena fights off supergirl with you know lex's weapons but she's not happy about mm -hmm. it you know she's like no turn off the kryptonite and right right she doesn't mean to do that but it happens Right. So but Car is gonna get the car gets the wrong impression because the mountain's lead lined and all of this stuff. Do you think that this was kind of a precursor for Lena, I guess? Like is she coming back in a bigger way or is she gonna learn her lesson over the course of crisis? Because we know that she's involved in crisis somehow. Yes, we do know that. I so I do think that there's going to be some either a truce of some kind or Lena will be on the side of 
who we consider the good guys, I predict, during crisis. I don't think she's going to be on the side of the bad guys during crisis. Um, I, I think that she will... Will she, like, come away from it a changed woman? That's what I'm not so sure about. I feel like they're they're laying down pretty strong that, like, she is committing to this. Like, she is committing to who she has become. Like, that she sees this as a necessary, logical next step, and this is who she wants to be now. Um, so I do kind of think that she's going to, I kind of think she's going to stay bad uh, for lack of a better term. But I, I do think that I hope that during crisis, she will, you know, see the light and, and support, like she still wants good for mankind. Just her definition of good happens to be different than ours, but she doesn't want to like eradicate mankind. So I think she will stand with the heroes during crisis and, you know, do whatever it takes to save earth. Well, here's the counter argument to that. Not really. Just the I. I think I agree with I. I agree with you. But what she says in this episode kind of contradicts that because she says that Supergirl exposed her to the ugliness of humanity, like like she didn't know it before. But now she's like, oh, now everyone's really, really terrible, and so she doesn't see that she's becoming Lex, which is what he wanted in the first place. Right. right. You know, he he wanted her to be like him. That's why he kept pushing her, and pushing her, and pushing her. And this was his final act uh, in it, him revealing that, you know, she's Supergirl was her his kind of act. And she's like, no, like I've like she's kind of like living up to what Lex wanted. But she doesn't really realize that her actions. Uh, Alex points it out her actions up until this point have been quite Lutherish. Oh you know? yeah. So, um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't think her justification of we don't kill people no matter how much they hurt us, you know, like think about all the villain plans that are like, I'm not going to kill you. I want you to live forever. So you can live with the pain that in a way is worse. Mm. Her weird line of like villains, don't kill people or villains kill people and good guys don't kill people. That's a weird dividing line. Like clearly she's never took a philosophy class. Right. Right. It's not quite that simple. Generally speaking. Right. Like, like just because you don't kill somebody doesn't mean you're not a villain. And just because, uh, and, and, and I guess you could argue that not necessarily, you know, just because you, you have killed somebody, I mean, you can kill out of self-defense or whatever. There's lots of, we can get into the just war theory and all that kind of stuff too. Right. But, um, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's not that black and white. It's not that black and white. And I feel like she is sort of looking at things in a very black and white way right now. And that is leading to her considering herself the the good guy and everyone else the bad guy because she has a very narrow view of what's good and what's bad. Well, we said before when we were talking about Lex that he has always seen himself as the good guy. Yeah. So she's just like him because she's also only seeing herself as the good guy it but she's like let's kill people so he bad mm -hmm. but i don't kill people so i'm good right like, it just doesn't it doesn't track like she, i think she's too smart to think this way if that makes sense like maybe something else is maybe something else is going on yep yep um i i agree 
I have to agree. I think there's a very good likelihood of that. Um, here's a here's a thing. Um, blah blah blah. Alex admonishes Kara. No, Alex admonishes Lena. There we go mm-hmm. for her like being a Luther. Yes, right? she's like boo. She's doing Luther things. We got to stop this. Yes. Meanwhile, Alex does a Luther thing. She trick like she doesn't trick Kara, but she uses Kara to achieve her own ends in secret. Secrets and trust being used for good and evil mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she's like lean is being secretive and stuff also i run this secret organization and i just used you my sister to achieve my personal end you know like everyone's just like like anyone want to look in a mirror but also look <laughs> know, in everyone right? else's mirrors because you're just all doing the same thing and it's really only kara that's kind of like i'm here trying to do a, the good stuff it's it's Any, you, anybody want to listen to Kara? Uh, yeah, no? anybody? Okay. Any takers? Anybody at all? No, I I know what you mean there. Um and I I I definitely see what you mean there. But I I, I don't know. My feeling, my take on that is what Alex was do Alex is, is like law enforcement. Right? And so mm-hmm. I I think that it's one of those things where we give that that, you know, power of of uh, and and the I don't know the right to to use deception and to use uh, maybe nefarious means. What what would be dishonest otherwise? We give that over to the government or to law enforcement um, to protect the rest of us, right? We we give them certain um, rights and certain abilities that we wouldn't uh, otherwise grant um, to to protect us. So I kind of file this under that. Now, granted, there is the personal angle of like she had to betray her sister in a sense to do it. Uh, but don't I feel like Kara is going to forgive that and understand like no you were just doing your job and you were just trying to protect us right protect protect the world and like right because then Kara would be hypocritical like in because Kara does that a lot you know she's like no 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 I have to do it to protect you see Lena's and Kara's relationship full of secrets exactly right yeah. the entire the, the entire thing the whole reason that Lena is disillusioned. Uh, right now is because Kara did exactly that. Mm-hmm. Just a it, this is it's one of those situations where if you could just put everybody in a room to just talk it out, it would almost like solve itself. Yeah, yeah. And just like put the cat and the dog in the room; they'll learn to love each other in a couple hours. That's right. That's kind of what's happening. Yeah, it's, yeah. And ba- which is hilarious because that's basically what. Jean and Malefic did. Yes, that's right. That's right. Right. They 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 locked themselves in a cell and they mind melded and they 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 hashed it out. They figured out what was going on. Right. That's it. And now Malefic's like, I'm gonna go help peace relations between the green and white Martians because I understand both of them. Here's the, oh, this cool card. That's so fun. Yeah, I remember this. And they're like, boom, problem solved. Like, took care of that. Yep. Like, ridiculous. Rid- yeah. Ridiculous. It is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Just like everyone, just God, just talk to one another. Oh, just it's just, just it's almost, talk about your feelings. It's almost exhausting. Like it you're is. also good about talking about your feelings, but not listening. Yes. to anyone yes. about your feelings. The only people that are actually good about that are Kelly and Alex right now. Mm. They're the only ones that are good about talking and listening about their feelings. Also, where's Dreamer? What's happening? Where has Nia been? 
Where has Nia yeah. been this whole, like, the last couple of weeks? I'm sure they gave us some, I'm sure there must have been something in dialogue in, somewhere in the last couple of weeks where they were just like, oh, she's on an assignment or whatever that we just aren't remembering. But, uh, yeah, where where the hell has she been? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even, I'm, I'm giving benefit of the doubt, but I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Just, I'd be just juggling a lot of characters. Juggling you know, a lot I, of characters. You know. I got to say, not having James uh, anymore has is, like, this was, if it had to happen, this is kind of the best season for it to happen because there's so much else going on that I don't mm-hmm. know we could support that. Um, and we haven't seen okay. Kelly. No, well, Kelly's hiding out, remember? Right. But now that Malfix like, I'm going to go Green Martians, bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, I don't, I think, like, she's safe to come back now. Definitely. They just forgot to call her. They're like, oh, by the way, he it's cool now. Well, we saw her with the motorcycle and stuff a couple weeks ago. I'm just saying, like, she's been around. But just we haven't we didn't see her this week or I guess we saw her last week. But we haven't seen her this week. Um, so yeah, a, a, few, a couple of our characters have taken and Brainy even was around, but sort of definitely took more of a back seat. Sure, you can't you can't service everybody. This you was can't. definitely Lena centric in some ways, a Craddock centric yes. because uh, she's like, hey, I'm gonna actively try to stop Leviathan because you killed my boyfriend. That's right, and and I'm sad. And Ramakan's like, no. Speaking speaking of Leviathan, we haven't seen William either. Again, Rachel in the chat is pointing out we haven't seen William right. in a while. Right. He served his purpose? Question mark. I mean, we saw the episode that you know dove into his past, and we haven't really seen him since. You know, here's the thing though: when we get closer to crossovers. They kind of drop a couple of the characters that are not going to be involved in the crossover because they're unimportant and we kind of need to move characters to a particular. We need to wrap storylines that necessitate wrapping so characters can deal with whatever crisis is coming. I agree. And so, as they should, right? Like they should be focusing more on the characters who have a bigger storyline in the crisis. Um, so not that, even that, or just like, I, I watch Supergirl to watch Supergirl. I don't watch it to watch William. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. So it makes sense. It makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, what do you think Lena... Um, what do you think Lex and Marnavu are discussing about Lena? Because he's like, let's discuss my sister. Doesn't she have great hair? <laughs> that accent, a little weird, right? I think yeah. <laughs> I, I think Lex has, I think Lex has like something planned for Lena. Like he wants to, he, he's he's been manipulating her for as long as he's known her, right? Like as long as she, as soon as she came into his life, ever since. He's been manipulating her like all the the whole the whole time. Uh mm-hmm. with the chess stuff, with the, the whole time, the whole time. The, the whole time. time. Uh but but really, like that that's it's been he has treated her like like some kind of puppet um forever. So I think that he still has machinations and has plans for her. I think that he probably I'm gonna say it has to do with like controlling her wanting her to continue to turn into him more at least it's what he wants um i i that's my that's my feeling is that he wants to make her more like him um 
as as things go on and he's he's slowly again playing the long game like he does and slowly turning her um making her go full luther eventually is is what he mm-hmm. he wants whether he'll succeed i can't say but he wants marnovu to help him make her go full luther yes wow wow do you th- or alternatively do you think he's like let's discuss my sister she's actually smarter than me so we should recruit her too um that might be true but i would still say that's probably a mechanism for his oh sure yeah everything yeah yeah, yeah, yeah everything's yeah. A, everything's a mechanism i guess that's what I, yeah that's what i mean like nothing is nothing is uh what it seems with lex mm-hmm. right it's there's always an ulterior motive uh and i see no reason to think this is anything else do you think that lena will help in the crisis and then so her some like sometimes the good guys don't win line will be like oh but sometimes they do i'm better now i would love to see that yeah i do it it does um i would love to see that i would i would really love at this point like i would like to see her her arc be that she descends into into evil almost pulls off her her evil plot uh and then comes to her senses and and supergirl is able to save her you know save her emotionally that's what i would mm-hmm. like to see yeah yeah i kind of do you want okay this is a kind of towing the this is semantics right now do you want supergirl to save her or do you want kara to save her Ooh, uh i, I what makes the bigger statement I kind of want Kara to save her. When you put it that way, I kind of want it to be Kara more than Supergirl. But I, I want, I want, the, you know, Kara Zorel <laughs> to 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 save her friend uh, because yeah. that's what she does. And and right. she had, you know, this episode, even after she shot at her with kryptonite missiles, she still was like, "I'm not giving up on you." Mm-hmm. She still refu- resolutely refused to give up on her friend. So I want that payoff of I didn't give up on you and I was able to and I was right not to give up on you and I brought you back from the brink. I I really yeah. want that. No, that's that's an excellent that's an excellent um point. That's really what I want too. I think Supergirl Supergirl saves people she doesn't know. Kara saves her friends. Okay, I sense. like that. That's a good distinction. I like that a lot. Yes, yeah, I think that's true. I think that yeah, that you can you can demonstrate that um, mm-hmm. throughout the show. Um, so yeah, I love that approach. I do. I would be very very happy with that. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We will. We shall see. We shall watch your future with great interest. Yes, indeed. Um, a total side note, uh, Andrea. Brooks had her baby. Yeah, this past week. Yeah. yeah, very exciting. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very happy for her. We I uh, tweeted a little uh, message of support last night during the during the show because yeah, we I was very very happy to to see that. Mm, it's good. Do you have anything else that you'd like to discuss within this episode, like a um like the fate of Akrata, for instance? Like what's gonna like what do you think? I don't really know what's going on there. I don't really know what to sort of predict is happening with that storyline because um, it does seem to be meandering a bit. 
and I, I'm I'm not seeing what the whereas with the with the Luther's stuff, you know, I can sort of predict where it might go. There's there seems to be a point to it. There's there's a, a like a lesson to be learned from it. Mm. Akrata stuff still seems a little nebulous and hard to pin down, at least to me. Do you right. have the same feeling, or do you have... kind of? Because yeah. she's like now she's anti Leviathan, mm. and she is you know like we end with her like um with her contact lenses in kind of grieving. I but like what is what's next? I don't right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it feels like this. It's almost wrapping up like a half of the see like it i mean this is kind of the like mid-season finale right for because the crisis is the mid-season finale so this is like for regular storylines this was our mid-season yeah exactly this was this is essentially our mid-season for all intents and purposes you're absolutely right yeah and um i kind of feel like they have been they've been treading water most of this season to get to the crisis right mm-hmm. that feels like that's where they've been i feel like they've been holding back something and i really hope that the second half of the season packs more of a punch because it feels like there have been there's been like the lena and let's see the lena and uh kara slash supergirl storyline has been super compelling for me the romances between kelly and alex and brainy and nia have been compelling to me but a lot of the other storylines, not quite as much. Uh, and, and they're just not, they don't have the same punch. They don't have the same weight. And so I am hopeful and excited uh, to think that the next, the next uh, half of the season will be a return to form the same way the second half of season four got really strong i really hope Mm. the second half of season five gets really strong yeah i i hope so too because i mean like ramakan summons a volcano out of the ground this episode like literally a volcano and it's like "Eh, but crisis is coming and when when that doesn't seem big then you know right (laughs) right i think it's just that everything is everything is getting overshadowed in the wake of crisis but whereas other shows are dealing with those reper- like are deal like like a flash and arrow are actively like up like road to crisis and supergirl is like side alley to crisis it's not you know what it is tro- trolley to crisis yeah well it's that arrow and flash are the two tie-ins before the event comic that you absolutely right. must read you must read them otherwise you're going to be confused about some things supergirl, supergirl is just the, it's just got the road to crisis tag at the top but it has nothing to do with crisis why whatsoever. did i buy this comic why did i okay well if i read all eight issues of this before the the event happens maybe i'll understand no it doesn't help you with and you could read just issue eight and be fine yep right yeah <laughs> the well, last page most- of issue eight and be fine <laughs> But I think maybe we're getting frustrated here because that's how they always treat Supergirl before a crisis. Yeah, it's it's kind of true. It's but more but more so this year than ever. I feel. Yeah, it's just like oh, by the way, she'll be there, and they're like, all right, well, maybe a crisis could be about Supergirl. That would be nice. That'd be nice. I'd be on board with that. Yeah, I. 
like so if crisis really does merge all the earths together because that's what crisis on infinite earths does right it merges earths together maybe that's kind of her cue in to be part of an ongoing story that way because arrow and flash and legends even legends to a point like play off of one another and and supergirl never has that opportunity so maybe this is the opportunity that you know that we're we're looking for yeah i i hope i hope that that does happen right because as you pointed out in christ in crisis on infinite earths the comic um that's that's exactly what happens it was a mechanism to merge all of the various different disparate continuities that had happened you know from the 1930s when dc comics got started all the way up to 1986 when when this comic came out 86 87 so um the idea was let's let's collapse all of the different continuities that conflict with each other down into one and make one new continuity going forward. Of course, twenty years later, they had to do it again. But uh, that's 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 what this was all about. And it, I would love it if they if they did that here. If they collapsed all the Earths into one, it would be interesting though because on Earth One they don't really have aliens like we have on Earth Thirty Eight. Mm. And on Earth Thirty Eight, we don't really have the same kind of metas that we had on Earth One. That's good point. So, how are they going to handle that? Like, will there suddenly be metas running around National City and aliens running around Central City? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that'd be cool. National City does have metas like Livewire and Silver Banshee, right? And sure, but but not other like other characters from season one. You're you're yeah. you're not wrong. You're absolutely yep. not wrong. But there's there's clearly a higher concentration of them on Earth One, and there yep. we really haven't seen many aliens, hardly any aliens at all on Earth One. No, I mean they have the dominators technically right in which are on earth 1. But yeah, you're right. I I I think maybe maybe attention just won't be called to it at all because the idea maybe. of crisis is that people don't remember that there was a crisis in the first place. If it's successful, if the saving the world is successful, only the people involved remember and they already know aliens and metas exist so they don't really That's like, true. That's that's, that's true. not a thing. That's true. Yeah. It'll be interesting is what I'm saying. There will be there will be ramifications. Even if the if the people involved don't remember, like this would open up the the Pandora's box to have more alien stories on Flash and more meta stories on Supergirl, for example. That's one way that you could do more of, of those kinds of stories. Mm -hmm. Obviously you could have them be in episodes of each other's shows a little more easily and just call each other the same way that like sometimes Cisco shows up on arrow or Caitlin shows, you know, like right. you can, you can, or Felicity show up on, on flash. You could do something like that where brainy pops over to central city to help them with something, you know, that, that brainy, kind of stuff is I was thinking of too. That's what I, I was like. I want to see brainy hang out with Cisco. That would be just so fun. Right. That would just be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But Frank, that was pretty much this episode. Okay. Unless you have anything else to say. Um, we talked a little bit about the opening scene and how like what I, what I really took away from that was Supergirl resolving not to not to give not up to on give her up. friend. Um, yeah. So that's really what I wanted to address there. And then the I thought the the super nuanced conversation that Alex and Kara had, or I guess Alex and Supergirl had about how to approach Lena and what was the what was the way forward. Obviously, we talked about how Alex made her decision that she was going to go ahead and follow her gut, and arguably she was right. 
but um i i thought the way that they handled that discussion was super super nuanced and super like it really got into like the ethical questions of like what do you do with this person who like alex constantly reminding her and then saying again later like car doesn't remember that like lena's my friend too like i am torn up Mm. about this but i have to do my duty yeah and i think that's they're the they're almost like the the angel and the devil on kara's shoulders if that makes sense they're the two sides of the same coin and kara is really the one in the middle where lena and alex are torn by what they see is duty and kara Kara's duty is to her friends first. Right. And that's kind of her luxury almost of being Supergirl is that she is not beholden to particular agency or anything. She's just there. So I do you think it's going to come to a head with Lena and Alex because of their ideological clash in a way that Supergirl or Kara can't understand? I, I do think there's a good possibility that they will uh, Lena and Alex may face off in some way because they are clearly like much more butting heads in terms of where they're coming from, where um, I mean, clearly Lena's beef is with Kara slash Supergirl uh, more than than it is with Alex. But Alex is the one who's like, I will use force if if necessary, like I'm not against it. I got to do my job you're my friend, but I don't want to do this to you. But if you don't back down, I will use lethal force if necessary. Yeah. Um, so, so could it come to, come to blows between two of them? Yeah, I think it absolutely could. Um, I don't think Lena, but here's the thing. I think if Alex goes after Lena, Lena's very, Lena's Lena could outsmart Alex, even though Alex is very smart, but Alex has the like military resources that, that I don't quite think Lena has at her disposal although we saw that bunker i was like true but she she has l corp resources she has lex luther resources so yeah i mean she literally had cannons inside a mountain that came you know so she's got resources it's you know what it's it's really it's a pretty it's a pretty solid matchup between the two of them right like mm-hmm. they're both super super smart they both have the resources one has the resources of the Luther name. The other has the resources of the U.S. government. Eh, it's hard to say who comes out on top there. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's pretty almost evenly matched. So um, I don't know. I guess Alex has ac- access to more manpower. Like she could call in troops or whatever if she needed to. But I don't know, man. It it feels like Lena could could still, you know, do something with satellites or something. I don't, I don't know. But it's, it's an even it's a pretty even match. Lena could do something with satellites. Yep, she sure something could. with satellites yeah. or something. Okay. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> or something. No, I, but you, oh, you, you get what I'm saying. Like she, she can get creative, and she's she's super smart. She's a Luther. She's a Luther. That was a good bit, actually. Um, which is like you're talking about her like she's a Luther. She is a Luther. That's true. That was a good. Bit. That's true. Yeah. She is a Luther. Well, I think even just like in the back of some of their brains they're like well she's adopted so she's not really a luther mm. but you know by that who cares? she was raised by that family that the she's a luther that family that weird family she's a member of of that weird family mhm that family yeah. that well, oh man their thanksgiving must have been something else 
that family. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Chandler thought he had bad things. <laughs> I know, really. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about this episode? No, I think that really does cover it at this point. Yeah, there wasn't really any integrity of journalism stuff this week. That wasn't really a, a theme. Literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We Pretty really... sure Kara was in her costume the entire episode. I don't think we saw. Yeah, I don't think we saw her as Kara even once, right? I think nope. She was Supergirl Mm-mm. the entire time. Yep. Um, which is fun. Which is fun. I enjoy that. Yeah, it's true. She's probably like, I can wear. I'll be Supergirl all the time. I'm wearing pants now. Hell Whatever. yeah! Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that aspect very much. And I, I really do. I felt like these last two episodes were were stronger than most of the season up to this point. Definitely, as uh, individual episodes, I think these were two of the strongest. Not the two strongest necessarily, but two of the strongest. Yeah, I would say. I would say it's on the the latter it's on the stronger half of the dividing line but i didn't love this episode i think it was kind of like a it it was a bit of a kind of moving the steps forward but also a bit of a weird wrap-up slash placeholder and wasn't really sure what it wanted to be i think that's true i think you're right about that and i think it was misnamed calling it the wrath of ramakan wow that's a great title and i'm so glad they they went for the wrath of khan pun it wasn't really about him no, it wasn't. It, I mean, he was wrathful, and it was kind of his last-ditch effort. But, I mean, it's fine. But this was a Lena and Kara-centric episode, mm-hmm. much more. And, you know, I, I don't know. It was one of the, I feel like they wanted the puns so badly, they just went for it. And I respect it, but I just don't know that it really is an accurate, you know, sort of descriptor of the episode. But I'm not going to hold that against it. Um, I enjoyed it. I I see what you mean that maybe it wasn't necessarily the strongest, but I enjoyed it a fair bit. Yeah, it's fine. Do you want to take us out and then... I don't, we could do trailer TV talk, but it's just crisis. We... So. Uh, let's, let's do that. But before we, we take it out, I want to let everyone know uh, what we're going to be doing during crisis. This is our big announcement for this week. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. So, um, crisis will be uh, three nights in December, right? And then another night in January. Uh, two more nights in January. Uh, sorry, two more nights in January. You're right. You're right. Um, so it's five nights in total. For the three nights in December, December, I believe it's 8th, 9th, and 10th. December 8th, 9th, and 10th, uh, we will be right here live streaming each night after each episode airs immediately after each episode airs on the east coast we'll be live streaming right here um some nights it'll be tim and i some nights it'll be some other friends joining us uh but we have some fun stuff planned people you know from other podcasts they'll be joining us here uh, and we'll be talking breaking down each episode each night right after it airs we'll be doing some real quick hit instant first thought stuff that'll be right here it'll be you'll find it on on periscope so you can go to our twitter account at tv supergirl uh or you can find us on youtube and we'll be streaming there as well uh we'll put links to all that in the show notes we'll have links to all that on all of our socials so you'll be able to, to find it but um please join us for live streams each night of the crossover very very excited to be doing this we've never done anything like this before but this is the biggest crossover that these shows have ever done who knows if they'll do it again? Who knows? This could be like they could decide this is the last one. We're going out with a bang. I don't know. Um, so 
we I don't wanted think sweeps will allow them to. It's <laughs> probably again. true. That's probably true. But anyway, we 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 are so excited about about this. Uh, we wanted to share it with all of you. So tell your friends. Tweet along with us uh, every night during the crossover. We'll be live tweeting, and then we will we'll be here live streaming. Uh, and then after, and those those are not podcasts. Those are just live streams, just for the for the live audience. And if, and if you join us later that week, we will do a full podcast where we will wrap up the entire crisis uh, first three episodes that later that week so that's our that's our big announcement i'm very excited about it if you can't tell so this tonight was kind of a test run dry run for that i would say it went pretty well thanks to everyone who joined us live in the chat uh for uh for participating for adding to uh the show giving us stuff to talk about as we went along really really enjoyed having those uh those extra added points as you went along so thanks to everyone who joined us thanks to everyone who, who contributed uh and we'll be doing this again next week so i hope to see you again uh next week each night after each episode of the crisis you can find us on the internet uh you can find us of course uh at supergirltvtalk.com that is our home on the internet that is our website that is where you will find uh this show and uh, every episode of it um this is, uh, you'll also find us uh, over on Patreon, patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Uh, we really appreciate all of you for um, visiting us there and, and supporting us. Uh, for as little as a buck a month, uh, you get exclusive exclusive benefits. You get episodes of, look, all these all these things that only members get to see, episodes of our shows before they air, uh, all kinds of exclusive content just for our patrons. So please do check that out. You can follow us on Twitter, at uh, TV Supergirl, of course, and that's where you'll find uh, both this live stream and uh, and us when we, when we live tweet throughout uh, each and every episode of Supergirl live on the East Coast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at instagram.com slash Talk. Uh, and uh, you can email us at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. You can, of course, uh, find Thoughtbubble Audio at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You'll find us and, and all of our other shows there. Uh, and uh, you can find us on iTunes, uh, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts, uh, or Overcast, or Stitcher, or Spotify, or anywhere else the podcasts are found. You will find all of those, uh, All uh, you'll find us at all of those places. And please do remember to rate and review us. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, after, at Crisis, we will be talking about the, we'll be doing a, a giveaway uh, of some cool comic book uh, swag, some cool comic books that, that Tim has graciously uh, volunteered to donate to, to this good cause. So leave us a, a, a rating or review on iTunes if you want to be part of that drawing. Uh, we would love to, to have you in there. And every rating and review you give us means a lot. So please uh, make sure to do that and, and help us uh, help the show get found. Tell your friends. Frank, you did such a good job. I'm so good say. at this. It was really amazing. It was amazing. It was epic. It was... I'm, I'm going to come over there and give you a hug oh, right now. Like right, right, right now. Right, oh, right, right through the screen. Like right. Oh, oh, buddy. Oh, if you. Oh, buddy. Oh, got you. Got you. Okay. Thanks, bud. I can't wait to see that in the delay. Yeah. It was actually it facing like. the other way, but that's okay. Oh, uh, no. Really? <laughs> you want to try it again? Here. Here. Try, try it again. Turn. turn try yeah. This oh, way? buddy. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Internet hug. Internet, wait, wait. Internet five. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nailed it. Cool. Oh, yeah. We're... <laughs> <laughs>
So weird. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, trailer TV talk. We didn't, I mean, the trailer. We, you know what? We should talk about the tag, the crisis tag at the end. That's what we should talk about. Uh, yes. The Wells yes, the tag at the end. The Wells tag. Nash Wells. Nash my Wells. favorite Wells. Your He's favorite Wells. Favorite. He's been up. Uh, well, I mean, if you don't call it reverse flash because well, sure. he's the best. But Nash Wells has been my favorite. Indiana Jones Wells. And this had a um, very Indiana Jones feel to it, uh, this this bit, right? This, this oh, tag. yeah. Got to do the thing, got to punch the code, whatever. It's basically if Indy had, like, chosen to drink from the chalice. Right. It's the Indiana Jones poster behind me. I just realized. Oh, that's right. There is. Yeah. yeah. Wait, let me change cameras. People can actually see your. Yeah, there it is. Bam. There it's it right is. There. Bam. Right there. Love it. Love it. Boom, boom, boom. Um, so um cyclone cyclone rage to the episode tag was also the end of batwoman we did say that question mark yeah, um yes yeah, so i think we mentioned it although i will say yeah. friend of the show derek derek mm-hmm. russell of starkville's house of l uh did point out to me that they did do slightly different um cards to start each of those so on on let me see on batwoman they used the batwoman font and it said central city December 9th, 2019, 11.58 p.m. And on Supergirl, it just said Central City, Earth One. That's all it said. Oh. So uh, they, uh, oh. they started it kind of differently, but then it, it went on to be the same from there. Um, hmm. But yeah, slightly, just slightly different. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so if you don't watch The Flash, so, but Nash Wells is from another Earth and he's been hunting the Monitor down and he's found his like, Heidi hole on earth one basically and he um walks towards the light basically and so we we knew if you're following the the geek news that um tom cavanaugh will be playing a character called pariah uh on crisis and it looks like nash wells is pariah that's kind of where they're where they're going with this this is basically doomed to watch the crisis over and over and over again or Something like that. Do you remember Pariah? Yeah. Or crisis sitting behind you. Absolutely. I remember Pariah. Yeah. I'm showing on screen right now what uh, his Wikipedia article and what he looks like and all, all that. But yes, absolutely. Pariah, uh, you you summed it up really well. He is doomed to watch the crisis over and over and over again. And he and Harbinger interact a lot, if I remember right. Um, And yeah, that's correct. And Harbinger is... Lila, Lila Diggle's yeah. wife, head of Argus, uh, director of Argus on Arrow. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine that Wells and Lila will be interacting a lot next week um, yeah, with, with the uh, monitor. Maybe. I mean, who, who, yeah, with the, maybe because it's going to be like this little team of people. Right. That he's. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like I. I. Everything they've showed us is the big flashy stuff and i appreciate that because it's their own version like they yes. could do anything yes and it's been honestly it's been so long since i've sat down to read christ infant there so i wanted to read it before um i wanted to read it before the crossover i don't think that's gonna happen i'm gonna but make an effort this week i'm gonna make an effort to to pick it up and i mean i've got it sitting right here behind me on the shelf i'm gonna make an effort to to pick it up and uh and and try and and try and read it at the very least this weekend i will leaf through it um and yeah and refresh my memory on some images 
um, and and at least at least skim my way through it. But I do want to reread it earnestly because it's been a couple of years, um, and it really like when I got into comics, I got mm-hmm. I went pretty deep. And I I had read like oh if you really want to understand what's going on in comics today yeah this is like two thousand eight um, yeah. if you really want to understand what's going on in comics today you need to sit down and and read Crisis on Infinite Earths and then Infinite Crisis and Identity Crisis and all that stuff um, in order to understand like where we're at today in, in in modern continuity so I did just that I went back to Crisis and read my way forward of all the events that happened. Mm throughout the you know from there through the 90s sort of the major ones mm-hmm. in the 90s and the 2000s and everything and got myself caught up to that that present time and i've been pretty much you know caught up ever since hmm. Hmm. i did not do that actually i read it way out of way out of order i think i was a kid not just at heart but like a kid 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 yeah, yeah. i came to it late yeah i knew what it was at least by the time because i started reading comics during infinite crisis or right before infinite crisis so i had a conception of it already but i hadn't read it at that point so i don't know maybe i read it afterwards i don't know it's hard to keep track maybe i haven't read it at all maybe i just think i I do remember that when you and i became friends and started talking about comics a lot i i Either you hadn't read it yet at all, or it just that had been a long time since you had, and I can't remember which it was. But it, you, you, you were not super like recently familiar with it. Let's put it that way. No, it's honestly it's very wordy. It and is. It's 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 uh of its time. It is in uh, style. So not that it's a. I wouldn't call it a slog, but I think the concept is cooler than the execution. Yeah, um, that's fair. You know, by modern comic standards, I guess, or personal, even just personal taste. So this is a subjective. This is a subjective uh, retrospective. Sure. On on sure. Earths. But that that basically only means that. But like they're throwing in characters, and the characters they have available to them on the CW shows is completely different than like even just the main focus being like Oliver and Kara and. Um, Barry, like that's totally different than anything that you had available during Crisis on Infinite Earths in the first place. So, oh yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I'm excited. Don't forget Psycho Pirates around. Psycho like, Pirate. I forgot about Psycho Pirate. Right. He showed it was last season. Last season. So, so we're showing him again. Question. Oh, like man. he's coming back. Right. So there's stuff that we haven't seen. We they flashed us with extra Superman and Lois and, you know, like all these cameos basically, but they haven't shown us a story, which is right. really smart. Yeah. Telling. Yeah, it's absolutely. Really, it is. It's really start smart marketing because they're like, Oh, I want to see these things, but they didn't even tell you what it's about. Do you just know the big picture? And that's, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited. I'm right. extremely excited. I'm, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're in for a wild ride. And I'm excited to to do this these live shows with you uh, and with our other friends. I'm excited to podcast about it with you afterwards. And and we have a lot, we have a lot of ground to cover the this next week. We got to save our voices, <clears throat> drink a lot of throat coat tea. Uh, and uh, my, my job does not let me save my voice, so <laughs> you're in for a wild ride. <laughs> I, I will hold you to that. 
I will hold you to that, my friend. By the last episode, I'm like, so, and then the monitor came into the Right? Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And I will say, exactly. Exactly. Good. Exactly. Frank, this has been wonderful. I, um, I'm going to fall asleep, so let's... Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this puppy up. Thanks again to everyone cool. who watched us live. Join us again next week. Uh, we will be we'll be streaming live again. Follow us. Uh, the best way to get updates is Twitter. Twitter.com slash TV Supergirl if you want to follow along with that. But uh, thanks, thanks again. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, everyone, for watching. And until next time, up, up, and away.